0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to my podcast. It's the A to the N to the B to the high. It's the Amelie Talk podcast here. This is where I discuss faith, relatable topics, and everything in general for young adults like myself. So, do it to share, like, or rather click the star rating icon on Spotify. Yes. So, on today's episode, we have a guest here and we'll be discussing mental health and um, believers or believers and mental uh, mental health so I have Olama here who is a psychologist drum roll <laughs> so good to have you here Olama thank you for having me and thank you for honoring my invite as well. So, but before I start, um, I would like to like um, talk about mental health. Like to the best of my understanding, mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It also helps to determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make healthy choices. So, um, Olama, I would I, I would like to ask you some few questions. <clears throat> Why do you think? Okay, what do you think is the root cause of depression? Like we know, dep- mental health as like few I think five types and we know there's anxiety and also depression I'm just going to focus on those so why do you think what's the real cause of depression
1: I wouldn't say there's a particular cause of depression but there are certain things that can lead to depression like there are certain factors could be brokerage. <laughs> it could be the loss of a loved one it could be different things shall yeah, your health um, challenge or something yeah, it can lead to depression but there's no tagged cause of depression okay.
0: okay now yeah so i want to ask you something do you think like we know in our generation any any little thing now you start say oh my mental health this my mental health that this is not good for my mental health do you think the determined mental health is like it has been seen as an escape route for laziness or just because they do, people do not just want to face face exactly what they're going through or something Well, it could be both ways. If
1: if you're not doing something because of your mental health, it could be that you're putting yourself first, and that's a priority. But it could also be that you're just lazy around and you don't want to do stuff, so you're using that as an excuse. Thank you. So, um, do
0: you, okay. What are the signs of? Depression, you know, I feel like sometimes people misuse that word depression a lot. Like, any need to say, people say, ah, I feel depressed, I'm depressed. At what point do you know that okay, this person is depressed? Is it depression or sadness, or what exactly?
1: Depression and sadness, like, they are. Differences a lot, and according to where well, I'm going to sound like I'm in the lecture room, according to DSM the 5, there are certain criteria that a patient or a client has to meet to be able to for you to be able to say this person is depressed. For example, I'm not going to list all, but I'll just give a few. It, well, those symptoms that the person has been having, you check the duration within less two weeks duration for depression is two weeks and within those two weeks what what were the symptoms the person was having it could be loss of interest in the things that the person loved doing before it could be um lack of sleep it could be um lack of eating and other things i don't want to list osha so but most people it's like this minute something happened and oh i'm depressed (laughs) i'm depressed but it's depression is totally different from sadness and um you can't see someone who is um grieving and just conclude that the person is depressed because in some cultures they have mourning periods some cultures they say they are mourning this person for a whole year some could be months but the person is actually not depressed it could just be that the person is sad mm.
0: thank you that was really profound as yes. i forgot to add, add
1: when i mean um period of 2 years maybe someone might be thinking i said the person the, the culture could be having one year for money period it could be that the person is just mourning for that one year, yes, and is feeling sad for that whole year. But I don't think because the person is having one symptom, eh? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, he has to come with other symptoms. It could be that I'm um, um I'm moody.
0: Okay.
1: It could be that the person is just moody, but he's sleeping well, he's eating well, eh? Uh-huh. You could. But when you are not sleeping well, when you are moody, when you are losing interest in other things, those criteria I was talking about here. So they
0: work together. Oh, thank you very much. Okay, so um, should Christians or believers should should they go for therapy? Yes and no,
1: <laughs> but I. There has been conflict between um, professionals and, in quotes, um, what do you call them now? Believers. Because some people feel that there's God, there's the Holy Spirit, so you don't need a human being to talk to. But from my own view, I feel Christians should go for therapy. Or can go for therapy can they go should they go (laughs) they can go but it depends on your own leading me i'm a believer but i'm also a psychologist i'll say sometimes god used to put some things in certain people for a particular reason so if this person might have what you need to progress in life but you feel that god is everything to you so but god already made provision for you through that person but you yeah yeah Yeah. so you just be sleeping on it and not knowing that the answer to your prayer is already there because okay let me use for example david in the bible when he was sad no saul Saul yeah yeah, yeah. when he was sad and 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 david yeah yeah so it's just like saul knew that there was god but god just had to use david Mm. to bring him out of that situation Mm. So, <laughs> so it's just like you're sick, but you're just. It could be some people can actually stay and not go to therapies and do, be fine and be out of whatever situation they're going through. While some, you have to go to therapy, and God is going to help you through that therapy.
0: Yes. Oh, thank you very much. Okay, now I don't. I don't. You said this. Well, okay, I want to take the question to another level, um, can, can Christians get over depression like, without going for therapy, do you think it's possible, or should the two work, and the land?
1: The two could work, and also, you can get over it without going for therapy, but it, I feel it would be a problem if you're going for therapy as a believer and you're leaving God out of it. You have to put God into whatever decision you're making. You're going for therapy, but at the same time, you know that God is doing this through this person. Not that this person is the solution to the whole problem. Because, I mean, human beings make mistakes. It could be that the person you're going to meet might not really be the solution to your problem and maybe even make the situation worse for you so you have to put just you're seeing this person but you're praying to god and um, god please i'm seeing this person help me help the person as we're conversing and everything let the end result be a better whatever <laughs>
0: thank you okay so now uh, let me ask you um why do people self um why do people self-harm like most actually those the victims now why do you think they they self-harm
1: in most cases people self-harm to just help them cope with maybe an overwhelming pain they don't know how to express it so they just feel that doing that is a way of express expression for them so they just do that most times, they might not even know why they are doing it, but they just find themselves doing it. So it's just a coping mechanism for them most times.
0: So what? Um, how can people uh, get over traumas? Because I believe depression is as a result of a trauma. So how can people get over traumas?
1: From uh, you can get over the basic thing to do is to just talk about it because if you're running away from something it will keep chasing you so just face it look for a professional sit down it's going to be really hard because most people that have been through stuff find it difficult to um, express and say whatever it is that they are going to but with the right person just look for someone you can trust a professional sha, that you can easily talk to and the more you talk about it the better you feel to be honest I'm talking from experience (laughs) so yeah
0: Yeah. so another question is I know grief can also be a reason why someone is depressed how do you think one can get over grief I know okay I think this question is kind of, I'll let you talk, but I had everything just now based on the question, because I remember I said something recently that that grief is not something that people can easily get over, that one minute you remember, one minute you are fine, so I don't, but I'll let you talk. How can you get over grief,
1: Abby? First, as always, like, you talk to someone, but you yourself, you have to come up with I don't, what do I call them now? Like, a self-care um, like, skills yeah. to help you cope with that situation, because it's not easy to lose someone and the grief itself is not a, a thing that's comes and just goes immediately is a process of healing so you can help yourself by distracting yourself with things even though like it can be that just distraction distraction and keeping yourself busy with it because the more you keep quiet and sit in one corner you just find yourself even when you don't plan to think of those things you just find yourself going back and thinking of all the memories and all of that and before you know it you are back to zero the therapy and everything that you have been through is nothing so
0: so what are the treatments that can be given to for people who go through anxiety or depression what are the treatments psychotherapy
1: is one then medications if you're seeing a, a if you go to a mental health facility depending on your on the illness you can be given drugs some actually get well without medications but some you be on medications and you also be on therapy but if your medications there's a particular um, time frame the doctor might give you some might be taking drugs for the rest of their lives some they will stop at one point, then continue with therapy. So, psychotherapy, medications, and some lifestyle changes. It could be that they will tell you to work on what you eat mm-hmm. and sleep better, exercise.
0: Very, very important. So, yeah. so, I know. I think sometimes I think I feel like one of the ways people who do not want to like go for therapy or. Maybe they don't really know that, okay, they can do both therapy and also the word of God. Or maybe the word of God they don't know something. I, I, feel, I know that some people also go for the option of using drugs. Why do you think a lot of people would rather use drugs as a copy mechanism or an escape route and not face the actual thing they are going through? Yeah, by drugs I mean substance and alcohol things like that
1: I think the one of the major reasons why most people like involve in taking any substance whatsoever instead of seeking for help because they feel like it could help lift their mood or something and for example now alcohol is a Present. that's what most people don't know so what happens is when you take it it's <clears throat> for a particular period you feel um like everything is fine and all of that but after that whole thing you are going back to yes back. So, and the thing is the more you take mm-hmm. the more you want like The more you you take, the more you become depressed and the more you want to take in larger quantities. It's just like I'm taking one bottle today and after the one bottle, after the whole effect and everything, I go back and I'm most like, maybe the one bottle is not enough. I'll take two today and maybe I'll feel better. After taking two, you discover that the problem has not gone. You keep adding more bottles and the more you consume,
0: the more it affects your health. so I would like to ask you another question how can the society help with the eradication of drug abuse Let me rephrase like how can people or the society help by um, eradicating the use of substances mm. because a lot of people make use of all the substances because they just want to feel good or better not face exactly what they are going through
1: the first is psychoeducation you have to and generally share sensitization on the dangers of those substances you are taking because someone who grew up in a house where he was exposed to all these substances might not really know that are dangers attached to it so because i grew up seeing my dad taking this nothing so i'll continue i'll just be drinking but the thing is aside for the pleasure that those substances give pleasure in codes now it affects like vital organs in the body so sensitization on the dangers of those substances that they're taking. And then willingness to stop. Because you can tell someone, don't do this, don't do that. But it's one thing for you to take a horse to the river. And uh, yeah, I can't force to drink water. So that's just, sensitization is very, very important.
0: So how can we deal with the stigma of oh, mental health, uh, of therapy? How can we deal with the stigma? Because a lot of people feel like, oh, they don't need to go for therapy or something. How can we... Deal
1: with that. One thing I know is our culture plays a major role in how we express our emotions, our behaviors, and feelings. Someone that grew up in an environment where um he he was exposed to psychological terms like maybe depression now for example. He can easily tell you when he's having those symptoms that I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, or someone that didn't grow up in that environment might be using physical symptoms like my head is paining me, my stomach is paining. Because in Africa now, if you say you are depressed, is like people see it as a form of weakness. Mm-hmm. So na man you be na man you be you can shake it off. Mm-hmm. So if, if a man says he's depressed, now woman you be all those kind of comments. So I feel like the our our culture has really really affected us in those kind of ways but someone that they would rather encourage you to go and see your pastor or go to church or something like for example now i can say i've not been sleeping well in some years i've been mm-hmm. i've not been sleeping well and one of the symptoms of depression but if you go to the church now they might just but I'm not, I'm not trying to contradict anything now. But if you go to church now, your pastor might just say... Or maybe you're hallucinating. You say witches and wizards are chasing Meanwhile, like you have a mental illness or something. But the pastor might not really see it. But if you come out and say, I'm hallucinating. Because you are using those psychological terms now. The, the stigma is just there. But if you say, I've been having bad dreams. Uh-huh, people can easily say, oh, bad dream. Like so i feel like the society just needs to do better and the more people talk about it the more we'll be more aware of
0: everything that's exactly. yeah, happening so any final thoughts from your end
1: okay um what I have my final notes now. Yeah. i feel we should do better as a society i've said that earlier because depression is not something that happens to just the young even the old it happens to them so if uh, you are going through stuff it shouldn't be that you're handling it because some people might just be like why at my age why am i going for therapy what am i doing you shouldn't wait till when you're already having suicidal thoughts and the thing is We don't pay attention to our friends. Your friend might be going through something and you are just ignorant of everything. Your friend might be having difficulty. Your friend is having mood swings. Your friend is having this one, is having this one. But because you are ignorant of those things, you see, that's the problem. The more you talk about it, the more people will be aware of it. Now, someone that knows that um, uh, mood swings... Um, loss of interest insomnia and all of that as some cause symptoms of depression if you see your friend is having those symptoms now you start paying more attention to those things so i feel like we should educate ourselves more and we should talk about our problems often and the stigma is not is 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 not a bad thing to seek for help if you are going through stuff definitely you are not alone someone has been through that uh, problem before and i'm sure the person has scaled through so by the grace of god you will fight
0: yeah something else crossed my mind now you know we were talking about oh going for therapy but do you know that it's not everybody that can afford therapy so what do you think people should do in that case because you say you have your own therapies. that means you have money. People are getting money from Do you understand? And it's not everybody, any, every person cannot say they just want to walk into someone and say, oh, I need therapy. You get that kind of thing. <laughs> so what do you think someone would do in that kind of situation?
1: If you can't afford therapy, or you, yeah, if you can't afford therapy, you should, I'm sure you should have someone that you can trust like trust very well it could be a family member or a friend but it should be someone that you trust and not just for the person to listen to you the person should be able to feel what you're going
0: through and be able to provide solutions to those problems thank you very much okay for me on a final note I'm not going to talk as a, a person in that field but I'll just drop some two cents and which is also since we are being involved, okay, Christianity on this um, particular topic. Um, I just want to... I just remembered a particular time that I was sad. I don't want to say depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say depressed. I went through something. So um, I think about... I, I went through something, sharp basically. And um, I remember there was a particular... particular okay, before I say that, I didn't go for therapy, guys, I didn't go for therapy, but I remember a particular scripture in my heart, and that was, um, Psalm 42 verse 11, and I don't think I've ever seen that in the Bible, <laughs> but I think I've read it one time like that, but it just came to my heart, and it was, why you downcast all oh, my soul? and um why okay let me read okay why are you downcast oh my soul i think that's um the um what is it called now the James version but i would like to read another version why am i so depressed why this tum- turmoil within me put your hope in god for i will still praise him my savior oh my god and also i i remember okay i said something earlier i said um i, I I heard something that depression is basically for the past. Maybe you are going through something which is like a trauma. And anxiety is for the future. So I just have some few scriptures here for if you are going through anxiety, anxiety, Jeremiah 29 verse 11, 1 Peter 5 verse 7, casting all your cares, your anxieties on the Lord because He cares for you, Isaiah 41 verse 10, and uh, for depression, we have uh, Philippians 4 verse 8, Uh, whatsoever is true, whatsoever is noble, think of this, you can go through that, John 16 verse 33, Psalm 34 verse 18, and Psalm 42 verse 11. Thank you very much for listening. I really, I really appreciate and um, I just want to encourage anybody that is going through one thing or the other. You're not alone. Yeah. You're not alone. Yeah, you're not
1: alone. The Holy Spirit, the Bible is there. So whatever you're going through, I'm sure it's, you can find the help somewhere in the Bible. Yeah.
0: Thank you very much, guys. Peace. Love you. Bye. <laughs>